Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Hi, this is Marsha back with you. You know, Mark's on vacation, so it's just the two of us and, of course, our guest, Dan Gookin. Um, love to hear from you with any questions you have at 877-474-3702. Please give us a call. You have a chance to ask your questions of Dan and me. I mean, we, we have a lot of answers here between the two of us. Before I go back to Dan, I just wanted to tell you, I was test, I always t- love to test out new tech stuff. So I tested out a phone from Plantronics, the Callisto Pro series. Now, I always have issues with phones. Okay, I have issues with computers. I got issues with phones. I, I got issues. What can I say? So I have a home office, and I'm always walking around, pacing the floor, talking outside, and I need a phone that's going to be able to carry the signal. I've had real problems because I live in Southern California, and my house is earthquake-reinforced, which basically means there's a lot of shear walls, there's a lot of steel in the walls, and getting a signal through has just been problematic once more. So I tried this Callisto Pro, and it, it consists of a little a base station and a phone that you can clip to your pants, your skirt, whatever. It will take a regular phone line, and you can connect it to your computer with a USB hookup to pick up Skype, which is very handy. Uh, you clip the phone to your pocket, and then you have a wonderful Bluetooth headset that works with it. One of the things I really love about the Bluetooth headset in the Callisto Pro is when I leave the house, get in my car, go to the bank, go to the post office, whatever, all I have to do is carry that Bluetooth headset, and it also works on my cell phone. So it's very handy. I can use it for both. Plus, the great thing about this phone is it's the DECT 6.0 technology. Now, what is DECT 6.0? You know, because we always have, we have the 2.4 gigahertz and then the 5.8 gigahertz, and we've got lots of gigahertz, and basically that means the band that the phone uses when it, you know, communicates over the air. Unfortunately, uh, your neighbors are all using these kind of phones. You get interference from microwaves, fluorescent lights. I mean, there's innumerable things that are causing interference, and if you use DEC 6.0, it really won't be disrupted by anything. Also, if you're using Wi-Fi in your home, that might also mess up your regular wireless telephones. Again, DEC 6.0 doesn't have that problem. The call quality is great. I love this phone, and I'm really pleased. So any of you who have a home-based business, you need to be able to move with your telephone. Take it with you. Download your Outlook contacts into it. It's really great. Little charger. I love it. It's the Callisto Pro from Plantronics. That is my tested product of the week. Now, let's get back to Dan Gookin. And Dan, you still with, you still with me? Yeah. Okay, I had a question. Right I had a now. question. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we've got various Internet browsers. we got Internet Explorer. Yeah. We've got Firefox, which I adore. And yeah. believe it or not, I've started using SeaMonkey. Are you familiar with SeaMonkey? Uh, the name. Sea Monkey is uh, put out by the same people who do Firefox. It is Mozilla, and it's a very basic, basic browser. It doesn't do anything fancy. You know, it just calls up Internet sites and tabs. What, what an amazing thing. It doesn't have a fancy toolbar. It doesn't do anything else. But one of the reasons I love Sea Monkey is that it has this really incredible um, 
HTML generator, you know, like the old, if you want to do a web page real quick, it's got it built in. I mean, just like Firefox happens to have built in a great Fire FTP add-on. Which browser do you like the best, Dan? Safari. Uh, no, come on. <laughs> For the PC, Dan, what are we going to do? I know we you love Mac, and Matt, Dan will answer your Mac questions, but... Uh, for the PC, uh, Dan, I, I what do you see as the difference? Explorer. <laughs> what about it? I use it. That's what I use. I, I don't, I, you know, I tried loading up Firefox one time. Everyone's, oh, you got to get Firefox. That's wonderful. Blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I'm like, okay, whatever. Um, honestly, uh, you know, to me, it's a tool. It's a window. It's like fussing over the window frame when I really just want to look through the window. And... You know, uh, it, it, those kind of things, it doesn't really, I mean, I, I'm not a big browser snob, I guess. I'm just probably the wrong person to ask. Well, do you find that perhaps uh, Internet Explorer is a little bloated, or do you like it because it works with Windows, or? Honestly, I don't I don't really know. I mean, the uh, I, I don't have any issues with it. There's nothing that it does that annoys me. There's nothing that it doesn't do that I want. I, You know, I... It's, uh, you know, it's kind of like, well, I don't know. It just, it's, it doesn't really, you know, um, it's not something that, that I've fussed over. I mean, I use the tabs, um, and one of, one of the issues, one of the problems I have, and, and you probably experience this too, is that when you end up writing about this technology, you end up not using the broad spectrum of things as much as people who are just using the technology are doing. My thing and one of the reasons I probably use Windows Mail and, and Internet Explorer and don't really look at anything else is because I have to write about the stupid things. And, you know, if you're going to be doing a book and you're writing a book about how to use your computer, you know, Internet Explorer is what comes with a computer and that's what most people are going to have. So if you're going to write tips and tricks and all that kind of stuff, you got to stick with what they have. Otherwise, you're writing an extra six pages on how to download Firefox. And, and then you have to put parallel information because the publisher, God bless Wiley, they're going to say, you have to write about Internet Explorer, too, here, because Internet Explorer is what comes with Windows. Blah, 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 blah. So, you know, well, that's the conundrum I'm in. Well, for those who out there who don't know, I also write for Dummies series of books. I write the For Dummies series of books on eBay. And I am constantly doing this, but Dan, in my books, I tend to try and tell people about the different browsers because I, I get questions all the time on, you know, I'm using Firefox, I'm using this browser, and of course, and, and, I have people using Safari too. So. And if I was in your shoes, I would, I would have to do that because you're writing about some uh, service that's available on the internet, and there are going to be those people who look through that window and have different win have a different window frame, and they're going to need to know how to do things, and there are tools available in those browsers specifically that people can use that make that experience for them better. But where I'm coming from, you know, uh, uh, i got to work with people who may be taking a computer out of a box the first time, and they're going to turn on the Internet, and they're going to go to Windows Live or whatever the default page is, and that's what they want to know. Or they're going to, you know, get fought, pray victim to a phishing scam. They want to know where the phishing tools are in Internet Explorer. And so that's basically what I'm stuck writing about. But the thrust of my books generally isn't Internet Explorer or the web like it would be with, with an eBay book. 
Well, you know, Dan, you brought up an interesting topic, and this is something that I address all the time. And believe it or not, phishing is still around. And in the past week, I actually got two emails letting me know that I have been chosen to help Queen Matumbu and her family out of Kenya yeah, because impossible. they're going to share with me their fortune. That's impossible because I got the same letters and I'm getting that fortune. <laughs> Would you like to tell us, tell us a little bit for those who don't know and get some of these emails and even the forged emails, which, which are huge out there? Yeah, actually, I fell victim to one of those. It was really funny because I was buying something on eBay and I just, just completed the eBay purchase. And, you know, a, a part of that process involves perhaps going to PayPal to pay for it. So I went to PayPal, and I paid for it, and I'm back at the computer. I'm, you know, I'm writing, and all of a sudden, I get an email from PayPal. And it says uh, something about, you know, you have to relate your experience or whatever it is. And, and, you know, you get those things when you buy stuff on eBay. And that's what I assumed had happened, but it turned out to be a phishing site. And well, just so you know, for, for everybody who does shop on eBay, now eBay transparently takes you directly to PayPal when you pay. You know, you win the item on eBay, you just click pay now. It takes you directly to. You don't right. have to re-log in. Well, this was one of those, you know how after you, when you buy something, they send you a confirmation email. Thank you for right. buying the widget at our store. And, you know, and don't forget to leave feedback or don't forget to pay, you know, and all that stuff. Well, I thought this was one of those. So I went ahead and clicked the link. And lo and behold, I am, uh, you know, oh, your, your session has expired. Please log in again. And before I could notice what was going on, I logged in. Oof. And so I knew that I had, had mistakenly, I'd gone to a web page that was not eBay. It was not PayPal. And I had typed in my eBay password. And I was like, Oops. oh, crap. So the first thing I did after recognizing that was I went, went you to changed eBay your changed your password. <laughs> and so nothing was ever lost or stolen. Matter of fact, I took that opportunity and as, as penance for myself to go to every single website I've ever been to and change my password on every single website. Uh, well, exactly. You know, that's the first thing you have to do, and I, I did fall victim to that, too. But, Dan, why don't you talk a little bit about the email we both got about Queen Matimbo. I believe it's the Nigerian. Well, that's the Nigerian scam. That's not really a phishing scam. That's just, you know, the, the way that, that computer scams work is through something called human engineering. And right. they play upon your sympathy, and they play upon your uh, your ability, your gullibility to believe anything. You know, it can you can be? Oh, we just need to make a banking transaction overseas, and are you've inherited, or you've won a lottery? Because you know the government of England is so generous to randomly include every AOL address known to man <laughs> uh, in their lottery. Just you know, and you don't even you didn't even pay to get in, but you won, and in order to do it, you have to follow this and that. It's a scam, and it, pay, it plays upon people's sympathies or their greed or whatever, and it gets you to surrender information that they want, which is what they want in the first place. They want your bank account number. They want your password. They want a credit card number. They want social security number, and you just never under any circumstance give that stuff out. Absolutely, and you know, it's interesting. When you sign on to new websites and important websites that you may have to use, one of the things I always recommend you know, they ask these security questions, something that just they will know and you will know. Right. Uh, bottom line, one of the questions is always, what is your mother's maiden name? Never give that and out. Never, ever, ever give that out because that is the one, the only person who should have that is your bank 
because they are the original ones. They are the ones who need it, and that is the most secure of all of your security questions. Yeah, if it's, um, if it's financial stuff, it's okay. I mean, if someone's going to be paying you, unfortunately, you have to give them your Social Security number. If someone is never going to be paying you any money or it's, you know, you win a contest or something, you don't have to give them your Social Security number. No, no. At generally, I mean, Dan, for, for everybody who uses the Internet and shops on the Internet, never give out your Social Security number either. I, I wouldn't give that out over the Internet. Um, as a matter of fact, there's a thing called LifeLock, and I think there's another company like that um, who keeps an eye on your credit ratings, and I'm a member of that. Not because I've really ever had an identity problem, but because I'm so afraid of the lack of privacy, and that's something we're, we're going to be talking about. Yeah. What do you What do you do? Um, what kind of advice do you give in your books regarding giving out credit card numbers? Never, never, ever, ever wait, give wait, out wait, a credit wait, wait, card what, number. What happens when you buy something though on on eBay? Okay, when you buy something on eBay, you've got the opportunity to pay through PayPal. Uh, the seller generally has that PayPal transaction guaranteed up to $2,000, which is, that's a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, you know, and they don't get your credit card number. Now, sometimes I do shop on websites where I do have to put in my credit card number, and I always look for the little lock in the bottom corner of the page, and then I also look for the HTTPS, which right. is the secure you know, thing, and I put it through. But always remember, you've got internet fraud protection on your credit cards. And that, and that I think, is a key. And that's what I relate to my uh, my readers as well. Is that there's more there's more uh, protection afforded to a consumer when you use a credit card than there is with a check, and especially with cash. So join us. We're going on a break now, but everybody come back and let's continue talking with Dan Gukin, author of PCs for Dummies, and me, I'm Marsha Collier on Computer and Technology Radio. You've been listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Does your business use the U.S. Postal Service? If you answered yes, whether you send mail or ship parcels, at Indicia, we can make it easy and quick to mail stuff right from your computer. Besides the obvious time saver, our software may help your bottom line. You see, the post office now offers discounts on online postage for priority and express mail. Indicia helps you take advantage of those discounts. Other benefits include money savings on online discounts for delivery and signature confirmation and integrated parcel insurance. It's all so simple. Indicia software is integrated into over 60 partner applications, so you can probably use Indicia right through your existing store or shopping cart management system. And forget about handwritten labels. With Indicia, you can easily use your own logos and artwork for a more professional look. It's cool. Indicia.com. Just when you thought life was getting too complicated, along comes Indicia. That's E-N-D-I-C-I-A dot com. eBay sellers always ask what products to sell on eBay and where can they find them at wholesale prices. Now, WorldwideBrands.com announces their amazing answer. One source, a new tool which gives sellers access to millions of quality products at wholesale prices. WorldwideBrands.com connects you to thousands of real, fully verified wholesale suppliers ready to work with eBay sellers or your money back, guaranteed. 
OneSource contains drop shippers, light bulk wholesalers, liquidators, and importers, combined with powerful market research data that helps you decide what products to sell. eBay Radio's product sourcing editors, WorldwideBrands.com, is a trusted eight-year veteran of the product sourcing industry. OneSource is the only product sourcing solution you'll ever need. Try our free preview at WorldwideBrands.com and take advantage of our limited-time introductory offer. That's WorldwideBrands.com. If you ever dreamed of learning photography from a master photographer, check out the courses at BetterPhoto.com. Some of the world's best professional published photographers are ready to mentor you and give you personal one-on-one feedback on your photographs. Just sign up for one of more than 100 different courses. Each week, you get an inspiring lesson and assignment that will motivate you to ditch your daily distractions and go out and shoot. Then, upload your photos to BetterPhoto.com and get feedback from your instructor. Learn about composition, lighting and exposure, Photoshop and the digital darkroom, taking pictures of people, nature and travel photography and more. The quality of your pictures is going to skyrocket in just a matter of weeks. If you'd like to hear more oohs and ahs when people admire your photos, then go to BetterPhoto.com, where you learn from the pros, online, anytime. That's BetterPhoto.com. Are you frustrated by how little you understand about your computer or word processor? Or perhaps you'd just love to sell some of your very cool stuff on eBay? Do you think that reading a tech book would be just as hard? Enter the For Dummies series, famous for making great and easy-to-understand books on how to learn just about any subject in the universe. They have books like Laptops for Dummies or Flipping Houses for Dummies or even, you know, eBay for Dummies. The best thing about Dummies books is they're easy to read, easy to understand, and great fun. I've personally used many Dummies books, and everyone in the Dummies series is truly a learning adventure. What are you waiting for? Get off the couch. Run over to your computer and go to your favorite bookstore and get a For Dummies book today. Visit Dummies.com where you can find over a thousand topics to choose from. There's a Dummies book for you and every member of your family. Dummies books are brought to you by the great folks at Wiley Publishing. I know you're going to love them. If you or someone you know really babies their car, motorcycle, boat, or RV, do we have the product for you. Never wax again with the very same paint sealant that new car dealers charge hundreds of dollars for at a fraction of the cost. Now available direct to consumers. See the amazing results at www.paintprotectionspecialist.com. Whether restoring an older oxidized vehicle or protecting a new one, the PPS paint sealant may be applied with an orbital polisher or by hand. Best of all, we offer this simple but ironclad guarantee. If this is not the best product you or your loved one has ever used, we will refund your money, including shipping, and you do not need to return the product. Why would we offer such a guarantee? Because the product is that good. See for yourself at www.paintprotectionspecialist.com. That's paintprotectionspecialist.com. It makes the perfect gift. Information, news, and entertainment on demand. Log on, listen, and learn. Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. 
Well, she has an amazing voice, doesn't she? Yeah, I love to hear her intro the show. This is Marsha Collier, and there's no Mark Cohen today. He's on vacation. It's just you and I. Here we are talking tech, and I'm talking with Dan Gookin, one of my favorite geeks in the world, but he really hasn't given me enough geek info today. Uh, we were talking in the last segment on phishing emails, scams, and safety on shopping on the Internet. I was talking to Dan that I always use PayPal, but Dan, do you remember in the old days or sometimes when you're dealing with a small business person, they used to ask you to email your credit card number? No. I don't remember. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, this is something you never, ever do, and pretty much every website accepts PayPal. And if you have a business website on the Internet, it's so easy to go to PayPal. You go to their tools area, and you can set up a uh, shopping cart. You just have a couple of products, make buy now buttons. You don't need any fancy technical knowledge. All you have to do is go to the site, go to the buy now buttons. It'll give you the code. You, t you just input the price of your product, how many, how you want to personalize your purchase. And perfect. PayPal will come up with just what you need. You put that code on your website, and you don't have to mess around with taking credit cards. I mean, it's not really until you become a big, huge company that it makes a difference. But to be honest, I've been comparing prices, and I find accepting PayPal is well within the price of doing business. Yeah, well, yeah you know, I used PayPal when I, uh, I ran for office recently, and I set it up for a couple other candidates who were running for office who wanted donations you know, made over the right. internet. It's pretty cool. And it worked on the donations too. That's a great thing for nonprofits. Yeah, actually, and I and I recommend that for nonprofits. You put it up there. You know, it costs you nothing to put it up for a nonprofit. You just stick it on the page, and you know, someone makes you a donation, and the money shows up in your account. It's awesome. Yeah, and that is also just going in, and they have a special button for donations yeah, with graphics and everything. And really, it's a no-brainer, isn't it, Dan? I mean, you don't really have to know any HTML. Well. You know, I mean, it, it always helps to know a little bit about what the hell you're doing whenever you do it. And I don't subscribe to the uh, to the saying that, oh, it's so easy. You know, I mean, the, the Macintosh commercials are notorious for this. You know, just open up the box, and instantly you're creating a web page or a photo album or all this. It's like, no way. You know, you're, you're getting a computer. It's a technical device. You should learn a little bit about it. And, you know, fortunately, you've written books, I've written books. People who really want to do this and excel are going to go to the bookstore and they're going to get these books and they're going to learn how to do it well. You know, you're right. And, and you know, that brings me back to the whenever the publisher says, yeah, we've got 380 pages. And I start writing the book. And, yeah, if I keep writing, if I keep giving my readers all the information they need to do it right, it ends up filling up the book, you know. Yeah. Uh, people need the information. Well, they they want it too, especially the, the kind of person who's going to go get a book is someone who's going to want to excel at something. You know, that's why I buy books. That's why a lot of people buy books. If you just want to fumble through it, yeah, you know what? You can. You can fumble through it. You'll probably get it up. It might work. It it should be okay. But you're not going to be as satisfied as the person who knows what they're doing. And, yeah, I find that when I read a book versus, you know, a lot of people are into DVDs or audio books, which, which I think are fine, but I love to have a book that you can bookmark, you can go back to the pages that has a good index, so that when I want to know, oh, uh, what's the deal on writing a title for eBay, or oh gosh, yeah. what's the deal on uh, cleaning my cache on my laptop, 
It's in the index. All you have right. to do is go directly to it. Absolutely, yeah. And, I, and I'm a person, when I get a book, I mean, it's bookmarked, it's dog-eared. I write in the margins, I highlight things, you know, because I, I find myself using it over and over again. It's much better to keep it in a book than to suffer it in your brain. You know, and it's interesting, I do a lot of public speaking. As a matter of fact, I'll be doing the um, uh, keynote speech at Online Market World in San Francisco on October 1st, and I'll be speaking, oh, doing the keynote at Rocket World in Las Vegas next month. And people bring my books, and I just love it when I see the books are really dog-eared, they've yeah. been really worked over, because you know these people have really paid attention, and they are looking for information. Yes, we need more of them. <laughs> we absolutely do. Uh, in the next hour, we have got Dan Gookin still with us, and we're going to bring on another guest. We're going to bring on some wonderful information on how to personalize your look on, well, regular mail. <laughs> shock, shock. So stick with me. This is Marsha Collier on Computer and Technology Radio on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk. You've been listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication, global food for thought. Introducing NoMoreWebmasters.com. That's right. No middleman, no expensive fees to pay. You build your own website choosing from over a 100 templates, even if you have never built a website in your life. At NoMoreWebmasters.com, it's easy. Reserve your own domain name for only $7.85 for one year. If you want NoMoreWebmasters.com to host your site, hosting for a basic five-page website is only $4.95 a month. Advanced e-commerce sites are available as well. NoMoreWebmasters.com can help you do it all yourself with simple point-and-click directions. No programs to learn or download. It's fun and easy. For business or for pleasure, your own website hosted for just $4.95 a month and a domain name for $7.85 a year. The name says it all, NoMoreWebmasters.com. Log on now to choose your own domain name. NoMoreWebmasters.com, your one-stop shopping on the Internet place. Information, news, and entertainment on demand. Log on, listen, and learn.